Good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. I am your host, Casey Hendrickson, also covering for Pat Miller today on News Talk 1190 WoWo, 107.5 FM. want to thank the Fort Wayne audience for joining us. Don't forget, you can also join us on Rumble. You can go to rumble.com slash Casey the host. Some of you might be going, Casey, what is Rumble? I've not heard of Rumble before. Rumble is like YouTube, but not communist. That's the best way that I can phrase it. Uh, there's a reason that we are on Rumble. There's a reason that Dan Bongino is a part of Rumble and why so many conservatives are going to Rumble. They do not censor us. So rumble.com slash Casey, the host, if you want to watch the video live stream of this show. I'm just going to read something to everybody. Partial something to everybody. And I just want you to listen. If you're in your car, don't get out. Don't, I'm, I'm not playing audio. I'm reading it. Sorry. Sorry, Josh. I don't want you to get out of your car. I don't care if your children are standing in the middle of the street and you need to save them. I don't, I don't care what's going on. Stay in the car. You need to listen to this. With over 19 years of service in the Army, I regretfully yet resolutely tender my resignation for the following reasons. A, first and foremost, I am incapable of subjecting myself to the unlawful, unethical, immoral, and tyrannical order to sit still and allow a serum to be injected into my flesh against my will and better judgment. It is impossible for this so-called vaccine to have been studied adequately to determine the long-term effects. B, I cannot and will not contribute to the fall of this great nation and its people, those very Americans whom I swore to protect the liberty of at all costs. The values that our nation was founded on, has lived under, and thrived under have been utterly decimated by the current presidential administration and the leadership of the military to include the army. We are watching the fall of liberty at this very moment. Governors and mayors forcibly locking down millions of Americans, restricting them from their unalienable right to pursue happiness, forcing them out of their jobs and their ability to participate in the most basic and fundamental rights life offers because of their personal beliefs and values. These are the same values that we service members office officer our uh, that we service members offer our very lives to protect and now we are being used as tools to boost the numbers of vaccinated people in order to further distance and alienate those who knowing the personal risk of the disease have freely decided to remain unvaccinated I cannot be used as a tool against them. They are my daughters, my son, my siblings, and my friends. They are the Americans that deserve my support and love. C, a complete lack of confidence in the presidential administration and secretaries directing the military as demonstrated by these sudden and rash at best but pushing traitorous withdrawal from Afghanistan. The strategic decisions with regard to Afghanistan made by these people have not only unnecessarily cost the lives of 13 service members and many Afghanis, but have undoubtedly set our nation up for many more attacks, both in Afghanistan and within our own borders. While the need to respond quickly and move friendly personnel out of harm's way may have been necessary, I have concerns that appropriate screening of personnel could not have taken place with the chaos and haste of the operations, potentially leading to transporting threatening terrorists to friendly nations, including the United States. This entire situation was completely preventable 
by following, and you've heard me say this many times, right, Josh? By following the most basic tactics taught in all military schools to every soldier in the Army. How many times have you heard me say that, Josh? We're all trained in how to do this operation. Everybody. The Air Force pencil pushers could do this operation. Establish security first. Remove security last. For our military leaders to overlook this at the level they operate gives reason for total lack of confidence and even cause for concern that the best interest of the United States, her people, and her allies is not what is motivating those in positions of authority. Powerful statement. D. What I view as an ideologically Marxist takeover of the military and United States government at their upper echelons. E. I will continue my service to this great nation and uphold the Constitution of the United States, but I feel that I can no longer do this while serving in the military, as it is my belief that the military is currently being used to the contrary. Neither serving this great nation nor upholding the Constitution, I would like nothing more than to continue in the Army to reach my 20 years of active federal service and retire with my pension. They're at 19 years, by the way. However, I instead will join those who have served before me in pledging my life, my fortune, and my sacred honor to continue resisting the eternal and ever-mutable forms of oppression and tyranny, both from enemies outside of our nation's borders and those within. That is a lieutenant colonel at Fort Bragg, North Carolina, and that was written three weeks ago. That is not the Marine Corps Lieutenant Colonel that you all probably know about, that we have talked about on this show. I have told you repeatedly since the Afghanistan situation, I promise we will not just be talking about that today. We will get into General Milley still being a traitor in a minute. But I told you that there were a couple of things happening. One, the rage. That's the only word that I can use to adequately convey to you how the veteran community feels. The rage has never been this bad in the veteran community in my adult life. There's a reason I told you about Operation Resurrection and why that was a teachable historical moment for how people feel right now. People who swore an oath to this country, people who served this country, people who are no longer officially in service to this country, but have the skills, the tool sets, and the knowledge to do so. The other thing that I've told you is there are movements inside senior leadership in the United States military to fix exactly what this lieutenant colonel has pointed out and what other senior officers and enlisted personnel have been pointing out for the past couple of weeks. The cancer that has now taken over the leadership of the military. And look, I'll, I'll be perfect. I, I, I was served in the 90s. There was a cancer then. There has always been a cancer there. There is probably always going to be a cancer. The difference is 
you always had talented people, even if you disagreed with some of their decisions. They at least had some talent. They at least were looking out, for the most part, for their personnel's interests. That is not happening. That is not happening with Secretary Austin. That is not happening with General Milley. That is certainly not happening with General McKenzie. Who all need to be absolutely run out of their positions. Millie needs to be in prison. And I'll get into that because the Millie situation has gotten a lot worse. The other thing that is happening, and this has me concerned. The other thing is happening is that letters like this Lieutenant Colonel's letter of resignation have been frequent. Now, while I support and understand his position, 19 years walking away from full retirement pension in the United States Army, doing it on principle so that way everybody knew he meant it. He's that close to being set up for life. He is that close, and he's choosing to give it up for principle for you. So that later on, somebody can say, oh, if you really did this on principle, you wouldn't have waited for your 20 years to get your pension. You would have done it at 19. Well, he did. So did that Marine. So did many others. They're not alone. Here's the problem. These good personnel, no longer in the military. So when you get get the strong links out of the chain, what are you left with? Nothing but General Millie's and McKenzie's and any other little snowflake puke who has infected the military with this social justice nonsense. That's unfortunately what we're being left with. Do I support, do I understand why this man and others are walking away? Yeah, I do. But what will be left behind when they go? More coming up. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel and covering for Pat Miller on News Talk 1190, WoWo, 107.5 FM. Hey everybody, Casey Hendrickson here. So I'm back on the radio because, again, I had to cancel my PGA career uh, after golfing earlier this week. But um, one of the things that I discovered is my back doesn't rotate and twist like it used to, Josh. And after you golf, um, it hurts quite a bit. If only I endorsed a product that was really good at relieving pain almost instantaneous. Oh, wait, I do. Go to allnaturalcbd.org, pick up some of the CBD lotion and deliver some of that full-spectrum CBD pain relief right in your muscles and joints where it hurts, which is exactly what I have been doing over the past two days. And I have been upright and functional. Believe it or not, Josh can attest, I've only been mildly irritated throughout the past couple of days. And that is because of the lotion at allnaturalcbd.org. I've been rubbing it on my muscles, my forearms, and my back, and it has relieved the pain almost instantaneously. So this product product works. It is extremely affordable. It's cheaper than the other CBD options out there. And because you listen to the show, you get a 10% discount. Go to allnaturalcbd.org, promo code KC10. Uh, you just heard uh, John and Brooklyn promoting the annual noise event coming up, but there's an even more important event coming up this Friday. Pass the mic over at the Mont at Monterey Mexican Bar and Grill. I mean, who wants 
Who wants to do a big annual event with other people other than me when you can just have me? That's this Friday at Monterey Mexican Bar and Grill upstairs in the Mont. Starts at noon, so lunchtime. Look forward to seeing you out there this Friday at noon. I'm also covering for Pat Miller today, so if you're in Fort Wayne, it's a bit of a drive to the Monterey Mexican Bar and Grill, but it's well worth it. <laughs> Look forward to seeing you on Friday. Uh, Pat should be back tomorrow. And we are on rumble.com slash Casey, the host. To the phone lines we go. We were just reading a resignation letter from a lieutenant colonel at Fort Bragg, North Carolina. And he eviscerated the government and senior military leadership. And, oh, yeah. Have I mentioned this, Josh? General Milley is still a traitor. We're going to get to that in just a minute. Oh, hey, you civilians who are getting your, your panties in a bunch over this, relax. I'm a veteran. We all agree. I haven't found a veteran who disagrees with me that General Milley is a traitor yet. Not a single one. You know, the only people I can find who don't think he's a traitor are in Hollywood or in the news media. Isn't that weird? Kind of strange, right? We'll get to that here in just a little bit at 3.30. Angie, welcome to the program. Good afternoon. Hi, Casey. How are you? I'm well. What's on your mind? Um, I was just listening to your last bit there before the commercial, and I just wanted to echo your sentiment about even a pencil pusher in the Air Force could figure this out. Um, I'm an Air Force vet, served my six years, never deployed, um, was an admin, so I can relate to that statement. So I, I've and slandered your pencil pushing skills, and I apologize. Absolutely not. Absolutely <laughs> not. I, okay. I, I'm not ashamed to admit it, but um, the thing that gets me is that there's a, a whole week set aside in basic training called beast week in the air force and it's field training. And one of the, one of the requirements is that you successfully with your team, um, complete a cordon and control an access point and secure your weak points on your, your area that you're set to protect. And if you fail that, you don't pass that week. Um, so I mean, quite literally, even in basic training, every airman, every soldier is taught how to secure and control an area. Well, and this is, you know, this is one of the, the frustrating things about it. I, I think that a lot of civilians probably think that I'm exaggerating a little bit, Angie, but when I say everybody knows how to do this. Literally, everybody is taught how right. to do it. It's not a complicated job, not a complicated mission. It's difficult because it's tiresome, long hours, uh, there's exactly. stress involved, but everybody knows how to do it. Everybody in every branch gets this training. And so when we watch it completely fall apart and it's completely off the rails with basic elementary stuff that, like you even pointed out, just basic training graduates know how to exactly. do, uh, there is no excuse. And that, unfortunately, what is happening now is a lot of veterans, and I just had a discussion about this with a friend of mine who was a CB today, uh, a lot of veterans are looking at this and going, this can't be done on accident, which means it has to have been exactly. done on purpose. Exactly. I think the most frustrating thing for me is that, you know, it, the grunts, those those people out on the front lines, they all know this. It's second nature to them. Right. The frustrating thing is that the brass and the people behind the screens, I think, forget. They're so detached from reality. They forget the basics. And, you know, the politics and everything else wrapped up into it, it, it clouds judgment. And I think that's exactly what we're seeing with Afghanistan. There's no reason that um, any of those soldiers 
um, no, or the corpsman should have died. And there's no reason for any of the civilian loss that we're now getting reports of. Agreed. Um, hey, hey An- Angie, I hate to cut you off. I'm on a hard break because my clocks are changed because we're on WoWo today. Thank you so much yeah. for the call. I appreciate it. Thank, Thank you for you your know. service. You take care of yourself Thanks and your for family. everything you do, Casey. Thank you. More coming up in just a few minutes. And good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. I am your host, Casey Hendrickson, also covering for Pat Miller on News Talk 1190, 107.5 FM. It is currently 3.38. And time to check out Impress Jewelry Creations, creating meaningful jewelry for the moments that will last a lifetime. ImpressJewelers.com was actually there today. Was there today. Scoping out some stuff. It was funny. I walked in and Bill was like, so, what are you doing for the wife? It's like, nothing. It's my turn. <laughs> it's all about me this year. So, uh, looking forward to it. All right. Uh, have I said this yet? General Milley is still a traitor. Josh seems confused. I don't think that, I don't think I've said it enough already. Um, and again, you know, um, by Angie just called, you know, call her. She's an Air Force veteran. She pointed out that in basic training, everybody is taught how to do this operation. Everybody knows how it goes in Afghanistan. So we already understand that there is a real problem. Now, there are a couple of twists in the General Milley story. For those of you who do not know, uh, General Milley, in Bob Woodward's new book, was my promo for today's show yesterday? Was it day three? Has the media picked up on the General Milley story yet? Wasn't that the promo? They did. Josh, they picked up on it. For those of you in WoWo uh, territory, Josh is my producer. They did pick up on the story. You know what the spin is on this? General Milley was so defensive of the United States that he colluded with the Chinese military in order to protect America from attacking China which would be bad for America. Hell of a spin. Nothing changes the fact that a general told the Chinese counterpart, any general, let alone the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, told his Chinese counterpart that he would give him a heads up if the United States attacked. Nothing changes that. Do you, do you know what that is? If you give a heads up to an enemy country that you're attacking that is treason right now had have a jag in my audience who says it's probably not going to rise to the level of treated uh treason just based on legal code but it could be a, a ucmj article 94 basically sedition makes sense to me i'll take his i'll take his word for it he's more experienced with this than i am um but nothing changes the fact that bob woodward who for the record gets things wrong a lot but bob woodward is gospel to the leftist media. If Bob Woodward says something, the leftist media automatically assumes that it is true. And Bob Woodward says General Milley committed treason. Or uh, let's let's put it this way, because I don't want it to be, when I say uh, he's a traitor or committed treason, I don't want it to be confused with the legal terminology. General Milley betrayed his country. And I mean that in the strongest legal sense, not in I don't like his policy positions, therefore he betrayed America. No, I mean in a legitimate actual, real, tangible, prosecutable sense. That's what I mean. But we've learned some more about all of this. And I am 
even more irritated today than I was yesterday with General Milley. And I really don't like General Milley. Like, uh, it's, I remember back in, you know, remember when the Chicago Bears hired Lovey Smith? I don't know how many of you go back that far. But the only reason I bring this up is I thought it was such a silly argument. You remember what the number one argument against Lovey Smith taking over the Chicago Bears? They wanted to hire, like, the uh, the Philadelphia Eagles, like, offensive line coach or something like that. You remember, you remember, Josh, you're a sports guy. You remember what that was? He doesn't look like a Chicago Bears coach. He doesn't. No, no, not Martz, Lovey Smith. He doesn't look like a Chicago Bears coach. He's not a fat white guy with a mustache. He doesn't look like a Chicago. That was, I kept seeing him like, are you serious? This guy runs the number one defense in the country with the Rams. What are you talking about? <laughs> he didn't. So they. There were people who wanted the Bears to hire somebody who looked more, looked more like a coach in Chicago. Not the better candidate. Hey, who's that other guy? You remember that other guy? No, no, no. The other guy that, that Lovey Smith beat off for the job, the, the old offensive line coach for the Philadelphia Eagles. What's his name again? Exactly, Josh. Nobody knows because he's not a coach. General Milley is a guy that looks like a general, looks like a bulldog, looks like a guy that you want in charge, is a complete incompetent boob. That's it. And I have seen civilians go out there and go, looks like a gruff combat veteran, blah, 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 blah. General Milley's an idiot. General Milley has been an idiot for a long time. General Milley was an idiot and called an idiot on this show long before the Afghanistan fiasco. General Milley is a bad person. So, beyond that, and I can say this with absolute authority, as a veteran. <sighs> so, let's let's start off here, okay? Uh, Fox News decides to play comms director for Mark Milley. Yeah, Fox News goes out there. Uh, Jennifer Griffin, who is a respectable journalist, by the way. I am told that this is not true about General Milley. There were 15 people on the video teleconference calls, including a representative of the State Department, and uh, read, read out and notes, read out and notes from Milley's two calls to his Chinese counterpart, were shared with the uh, IC and the interagency. All right, so now, why is this important? Bob Woodward, who, again, gets things wrong. I told you that yesterday. Look, it's Bob Woodward. Take it with a grain of salt, but nothing. We have to investigate General Milley. Okay? So, Casey, yesterday, if you said, yesterday, if you said, Casey, that Bob Woodward gets things wrong, and he does a lot, then why are you automatically believing Bob Woodward here? Could it be that I haven't told you something yet? Could that pot? Why is it that yesterday I told you if this is true about General Milley, and then today I'm telling you he is a traitor? I wonder, wonder why that might be. I'm going to get to that in a minute. Don't worry. I am well aware that I am taking a different tone today than I was yesterday, and there's a reason for it. But Jennifer Griffin goes out there and says, this was not a secret call. There are 15 people on this call. That's the defense. There was no secret back-channel conversations between the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, General Milley, and his Chinese Communist Party counterpart. That didn't happen. There are 15 people there. So the story basically runs that... Pff, this Bob Woodward thing is not true. General Milley is amazing. Biden today says, yeah, I have full confidence in Mark Milley. And then he looked at his aide and goes, who's Mark Milley? Because 
Biden has no idea who anybody is around him. All he sees is, oh, young kid, must smell. And he runs for the child and gropes them inappropriately and tries to smell their head. That's the only thing that Joe Biden knows how to do. That and suck down ice cream cones. Casey, what are you not telling us? Why have you convicted General Mark Milley today when yesterday you just hated him but hadn't convicted him yet? It's a great question. The Pentagon confirms top general reassured China during his last days of the Trump administration. Huh. Pentagon confirmed it. I'm going to back up. Josh, I'm backing up. <clears throat> Fox News. Um, I am told that this is not true. There were actually 15 people on this uh, video teleconference call. The allegations against Millie are not true, according to Fox News. Pentagon. Uh, yeah, he totally did it. But there was like a lot of people in the room when it happened. Now, that leads to the next question. Why were there so many people in the room when General Mark Milley betrayed his country and promised to commit treason should hostilities break out between the United States government and the Chinese Communist Party? Because remember, you're never at war with China. You're always going to be at war with the Chinese Communist Party. The Chinese people are victims of the Chinese Communist Party. Yes, they have their loyalists. The loyalists should be wiped out if there is a conflict. But the vast majority of the Chinese people, not so happy with the Chinese Communist Party. So always remember that. You're not at war with China or the Chinese people. You're always going to be at war with the Chinese Communist Party. You know, the people who made the virus that you're all being uh, ruined because of right now. I'm sorry, did I say that out loud, Josh? I'm not supposed to say that out loud. Has the FCC got involved in censoring people like YouTube? Or Facebook, who doesn't let anybody see my posts? So I sent out a newsletter yesterday on why nobody sees my posts on Facebook anymore. And yesterday I, I told you all what was going on with Facebook and, and how they're they're taking down my page and, and not letting anybody see my content. You know how many emails I got from people going, I was wondering what was going on. I never see any of your stuff anymore. This is why I am on Telegram and this is why I'm on Rumble. This is why it is time for those of you out there to also get on those alternatives, okay? I post my content on Telegram at Casey the Host. I do all of my video content on Rumble at Casey the Host. This is where this live stream is right now. Rumble.com slash Casey the Host. I'm not telling you to leave Facebook. I think you should stay on Facebook. But I think you need to get on these other platforms, especially if you want to follow me. Because you're not going to see any of my other stuff there. So what's the new twist on this that has, has this situation with Mark Milley, the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, betrayer of country, what is it that is this twist in the story that I am talking about? What, what is it that made it even worse? Just remember that there is a swamp in D.C., and I'll tell you about it coming up. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel, and covering for Pat Miller on News Talk 1190, 107.5 FM. How long do I have? How long do I have, Josh? Five minutes. I have five minutes to convict the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff. Good afternoon. I'm Casey Hendrickson, News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. Also covering for Pat Miller today on News Talk 1190, 107.5 FM. 
If you are in your vehicle or your office, your cubicle, your outhouse, wherever you are listening to this show, and you disagree with anything that I am saying about General Milley, I know you're a civilian. And I know that you have never served in the military at all whatsoever. I know that because I have not run into a single person who isn't livid about General Milley betraying America. So it started off with Fox News going, no, 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 the story about General Milley and Bob Woodward's new book is not true. Then the Pentagon confirmed it was true. But now here's this story. A new twist to the Millie story raises even more questions. Nick Arama. Hmm, okay. Nick Arama. Get it? Nick Arama. I love it. Love, love these pen names. There's a new twist to the reporting about the actions of General Mark Milley and his alleged contacts with the Chinese that have raised so much concern. As we previously reported, it's completely improper for Milley to have had any contact with them without it being at the behest of the president, and the reporting said it clearly wasn't. Now, Axios's Josh Rogan, who is one of the few good reporters at the Washington Post, are reporting some interesting information. All right, well, what does Josh Rogan have to say? Senior defense official confirms to me and Axios that Mark Esper had a role in the China calls. Quote, Millie was absolutely not going rogue. Esper took the initiative on this in October. Esper asked his own policy folks to back-channel the message. Millie's message followed Esper's. Oh, my. So, in other words, the Secretary of Defense at the time, Mark Esper, was the guy who contacted the Chinese and started this back-channel conversation with the Chinese. For the record... Still not looping the president in, which is illegal. But then General Milley came along. And General Milley is on a phone call with General Lee. And he tells General Lee, L-I. Or is it Lou? I think it's Lee. General Lee. L-I. Not as in, like, the General Lee from the South, but L-I. And he tells him, I assure you, if the if uh, President Trump launches an attack on China, which was never, ever a possibility at all ever if the united states launches an attack on the chinese i will call you personally and i will give you a heads up that we are attacking you it will not be a surprise was the quote which of course would be treason but now we're finding out that this happened on october 30th and that the former secretary of defense mark esper was the guy who initiated all of it. Remember, there's another call on January 8th. Wow. Um, that whole thing about there being a swamp is pretty important now, don't you think? Here's another problem here, according to redstate.com. Esper wasn't even Secretary of Defense on January 8th. Keep in mind, he was on October 30th, but not on January 8th. He was fired in November and replaced with Christopher Miller. So whose authority was Milley operating under? It wasn't from Trump, and it wasn't from Esper, because Esper was no longer the Secretary of Defense on that second phone call that happened in January because Esper was fired. It also means that if this story is true, they lose their crazy story excuse about this being about the election on January 6th, 
then it had nothing to do, nothing at all to do with that, but with trying to operate around Trump without any of the alleged justification. Right. This would, this would be another form of a coup, guys. This is, I don't know what else to tell you. I want you to understand what is happening here. A duly elected president of the United States was given absolutely no indication whatsoever that he was going to attack China. Has had one of the generals, who is now the chair, chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, is one of his generals, go behind his back without the commander-in-chief knowing about it. His secretary of defense going behind his back without the commander-in-chief knowing about it. And telling a hostile nation that we may one day be at war with, that they... They would do everything they could to warn the Chinese of any impending attack should American forces strike on China. By the way, Speaker Pelosi is involved in all of this, too. There is a swamp. This is not a conspiracy. This is not the Twilight Zone. More coming up. 